believe that in the 21st century, the topic of periods remains a taboo. My name is Leah, and in this podcast, I interview different people from different walks of life and different stories, and we talk about periods, because it is time to normalize the conversation around our blood. This is I Bleed. You are what you eat, they say. And I always felt that this was true. But when PMS mode would kick in and when I would be bleeding, this theory was very quickly tossed off the window and replaced by junk food is good for my soul. And that this time was unaccounted for somehow. In this episode, I meet with Stephanie, a registered clinical dietitian working with Aligned Health with a scientific and mindful approach to food, to debunk myth about PMS, weight gain, and cravings, and to understand how what we eat can contribute to a more positive experience with our cycle. So I'm Stephanie Naame, a clinical dietitian uh, at Aligned Health by Right Bite. Um, I've been with them for like around a bit more than two years. Um, and I've been a clinical dietitian for around eight years. Uh, I've also worked in a few hospitals before. And I love uh, helping out people overall, you know, just being uh, their better selves, uh, being more fit, um, also also having that uh, positive state of mind all the time uh, as most as more as they can at least so there there is more to food than just like going on diets right like it's it's more psychological uh, honestly Um, and I really don't believe in any strict or fad diet in general so whatever we work on here even at Aligned Health is more on the uh, not really functional nutrition, but more uh, as part of the, the mindful eating, you know, um, of course, focusing on portions and knowing what you should eat in general, uh, but not just on that, you know, it also is related to exercise, it's related to what you do within your lifestyle to feel better, uh, if you're sleeping well, you know, right. your overall uh, mindset and well-being is important. Right. Yeah. And and how does it come into play, like, in regards? to cycle like do you have women that come to you because they're struggling with their cycle and they see Mm -hmm. that like they've tried all sorts of medicine and then they think okay maybe I need to look into what Mm. I eat you know um, yes, I've never had this main issue with cycle. I feel people is just the, the issue is mainly around the, the menses or the PMS mainly uh, when they, you know, sometimes overeat or they crave a bit more and they don't know exactly what to do. It's like uh, they don't have control over it. And I give them ideas, you know, about what they can do around that and how to just feel better. And we'll discuss that in a few. Uh, so, yes, but um, in terms of, of weight, it, the issue is that whenever they come around their period time, sometimes they think that they gain, but it's actually water retention. And we'll also mention that in a few. Uh, okay, yeah, right. Because I know a lot of like I know a lot of women struggle with their body image yeah. and the fact that they feel extremely like uh, fat during mm. like right before their period That's and true. during their period, including myself. You know, and you associate it with PMS. That's and, true. Like you know, I. I've always thought like in terms of nutrition, like 
because I, I personally used to allow myself to eat whatever I wanted mm. during that time, and then it comes with a lot of regret mm. and like the feeling. So, what are the ways that you, your ways of approaching PMS and the periods in mm. in regards to? Um, yeah, so definitely there's a kind of like an image distortion uh, that happens with uh, with women w- within PMS, and this is because of the uh, hormonal fluctuations. And I, as long as you see it with an open eye and from you know outside as, as an, obje- an objective person, uh, you will notice that you know it's just a period that will pa- will pass, and I am not like that. And after a few days, I will feel better, you know, in my skin and what I'm wearing. So it's not going to stay like that you just need to have some self-care this is what I keep reminding them Um, and typically in terms of nutrition there is a link so there is a complementary relationship between what you're eating and the menses itself and the other way around so the menstrual cycle you know especially during the period and during PMS you need certain micronutrients a bit more than uh, the regular other days of the cycle Uh, so this is uh, typically what uh, you need to uh, focus on Uh, so for example as a general rule um a diet that is high in calcium and vitamin D and omega-3 and that is low in caffeine and salt, uh, it's low in also saturated or animal fats uh, is the way to go typically during PMS and the period as a general uh, overview on things and uh, as I was saying the food itself on its own may not be uh, sufficient, you need to focus on having a good night's sleep, you know exercising, uh, going out in the sunshine, having that vitamin D from outside as well uh, because you know it's an overall view on things it's not just one condition that affects positively your period uh, or reduce your symptoms of PMS and so you you would say like what you eat throughout the cycle affects how you live your period of course of course it's throughout the cycle and even more during the uh, PMS and period time to to focus on few foods to reduce cravings to reduce your symptoms as well okay Uh, so it's not going to go away way you know if you have water retention during uh, the period it's not going to go away but you can reduce it through lower amount of salt or caffeine uh, you know what I mean not going to so abstaining from having uh, alcohol as much as you can although it is tempting to have a glass of wine and feel a bit uh, rested or calm from it but the thing is it will affect your sleep as well it will you know distort it a bit or Uh. distract it same uh, same for caffeine if you're used to having caffeine I don't uh, tell people to stop it completely but if they're used to having two or three a day maybe it's better to have one this way while they, you're on your period while you're on your period this way you will not have uh, um, a big um, type of dehydration and ultimately water retention and bloating and at the same time um, the the headache will not be too much because of the um, abstinence of caffeine of you know the the withdrawal from caffeine so if you're overdoing caffeine you have headache and if you're also removing it completely and you're used to it so yeah so it's really a personalized approach Uh. Um, and in terms of food there are a lot of things to consider within 
PMS and period. If you want, we can discuss yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know like yeah. what to eat, what not to eat, like what mm. to avoid and how it can help, like, you know, and also exactly. how it can help with the bloating, but also if there are foods to eat that help with cramps as well. Yes, there are. You know? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so typically it's important to eat your rainbow. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this expression. No. So all fruits and vegetables, colorful fruits and vegetables, so have to have enough minerals and vitamins and fibers. Uh, and specifically focusing on green leafy vegetables, which are the kale, Swiss chard, you know, spinach, this kind of uh, dark green uh, green uh, vegetable because they are high in iron. And as I was saying, you know, uh, iron, magnesium, those are great to reduce fatigue, uh, to um, also reduce cramps, inflammation that comes from the period. Right. And uh, of course, if you have enough iron in your in your blood because you're shredding, you know, you're removing uh, iron whenever you have your period. So if let's say your period is heavy and um, uh, your, uh, your iron, uh, there's iron deficiency coming from it or anemia, it's important to replenish the iron loss right. uh, from several types of food, including green leafy vegetables, lentils and um, legumes that are high in iron and proteins um, uh, as well as you know this is the vegetarian uh, options as well as tofu okay to increase the absorption of iron um, you can add uh, the, from the non-vegetarian sources the plant-based sources you can add vitamin C uh, so it can be from a lemon squeeze on top of your lentil soup for example right. or uh, a red sauce in your stew uh, so uh, this will increase the absorption of non-heme or plant-based iron and you also have the definitely the iron that is highly absorbed from um, you know red meat uh, but preferably lean meats because we don't want a lot of saturated fats right. um, and definitely chicken fish fish is also great because it has omega-3 and omega-3 is anti-inflammatory it reduces depression it reduces crampings uh, so it's all linked um, right. uh, what else you also have the idea of having enough um, um, nuts so nuts are a great alternative to other types of snacks yeah uh, especially when when they are raw because they make you feel full they also have omegas including omega-3 okay um, and they are great so they are anti-inflammatory in instead of having chips or candies go for nuts and maybe a bit of raisins okay um, right complex carbs are also super important so although protein is important but on its own is not sufficient so protein right. will make you feel full and it's very important within your cycle but even more uh, within your period and PMS uh. Uh, uh, complex carbs shouldn't be removed. Complex carbs are um, so uh, potatoes, sweet potato, lentils, right. um, you know, uh, so also whole grains such as whole grain bread. Um, whole so you wheat, should focus uh, on eating a lot of those. Yeah, those are important your... uh, because they are much better than simple sugars. Simple right. sugar will be like a quick fix. Right, uh, like, cho like chocolate, chocolate Exactly, anything that's refined. Although dark chocolate is also great uh, as, an, as a nice snack, but you don't have to take a big quantity. Right. It's high in magnesium and 
and iron as well and right. reduces cramps and uh, anxiety right. um, but uh, it, you know it's all about balance right. uh, complex carbs are uh, important because they um, they lift your mood so whenever you have uh, your period and especially during PMS yeah. uh, your your um, hormones shift so there's this uh, hormonal imbalance that happens right. they peak and then they drop very fast the progesterone and estrogen and this leads to a lower amount of serotonin which is the positive hormone uh, um, you know the I don't know if you've heard about the happy hormone yes yes uh, yes so this is why during PMS we are feeling frustrated and angry you know and you we, we hate ourselves sometimes to that right. level um, so there are foods that can help with this yes, serotonin including levels. whole grains yes they are they are immunity they are sorry uh, mood boosting okay um, and chocolate is also uh, mood but boosting. not like a not like a Nutella filled with milk cracked with sugar I, I mean again <laughs> in moderation it's fine but dark chocolate will have the higher amount uh, or percentage of pure cocoa okay and no no palm oil like Nutella right, so right. we all know it's not very healthy so if you feel like having a Nutella crepe on your PMS I'm not saying don't go and enjoy it right, right, um, right. but uh, you should know that there might be some kind of crash after it because it's simple right, sugar right. and this will also crash your mood and if you are not feeling okay uh, this might not be a solution it's like emotional eating in all people even men you know yeah uh, we might go enjoy something and be mindful about it and that's totally fine not to feel it's it's uh, very um, important not to feel guilty about it and really enjoy it 100% right. taking our time when we eat right. such a thing uh, but uh, we should also be aware uh, as women that if we're having that it's not going to solve uh, the, the the cramps or the symptoms right, or you know right. our emotional uh, needs to be fulfilled right. uh, we might need to do something else maybe a hobby uh, maybe walking outside to feel better a light exercise because we're tired during right. pms right um even during menses you know yeah um maybe you could do also uh, swimming during pms uh, you can also put some hot compresses on your stomach doing right. bath, like more self meditation kind of. yeah self care um, right. exactly breathing techniques right. um, yoga so really what you prefer maybe just reading and having a herbal tea i mean this is my go to i love herbal teas yeah uh, i love herbal teas so yeah it's uh, it depends on you just right. to be right. aware and see things from a different uh, side right. as if it's not you you know and if let's say your friend is feeling bad during pms what would you you do to make her feel better right. other than giving her a chocolate right uh, right you know so yeah right and yeah but because you know what i think we grew up thinking like all right i'm pmsing it's like a time where i just really don't care i'll eat whatever yeah but then like i always wondered because i like you know it was like there is like a theory that like when you're PMSing mm. you can eat whatever or when you have your yeah. period these days don't count we all like, we all thought about that one day in our lives and then <laughs> the myth was and then <laughs> you see like your scale go up after <laughs> your yes, period that's true and yes that's true it's normal for your scale to increase uh, in in a uh, way during the period uh, at least during PMS and the first few days of the period because of water retention and this is a normal uh, reaction from your body and you can re reduce that with as I was saying before uh, drinking more water reducing caffeine 
in salt, processed right. foods that have salt, etc. Um, and definitely abstaining from alcohol because alcohol increases water retention and right. it increases, by the way, the nausea, it affects your sleep. So right. maybe again, it's like a quick fix on, fix on the spot, you feel good, but then later on, you know. Yeah. And then this uh, half a kilo to two kilos, typically they, they go away after a few days of you having your period, depending on how many days you have your period. Right. Um, that's one thing. On, the th on a side note, what you were saying about the calories. Um, so uh, there is few, there was few uh, scientific research that uh, showed that some women have a bigger RMR or resting metabolic rate within the PMS time but uh, it was very different from one woman to another and there was no enough scientific proof or the research was was really kind of weak uh, there was no um, uh, uh, how to say so like a specific proof Get taken right, from then right, or an evidence right. taken from then uh, so this uh, led to uh, people thinking that you know uh, since the RMR is higher I can eat more right. and uh, it's not true because the RMR it's just a tiny bit higher and for some people it didn't even change you right, know right. Uh, and people typically eat more so you're not burning that much more nor you need your needs have uh, or your requirements it's have like increased it's psychological it's more need. psychological yes right. because of the hormonal shift and this hormonal shift will make you maybe desire food or having this um, need for comfort food that are more high, like maybe higher in fat or sugar or right. salt depending on what is your preference typically so I'm right. a sweet tooth I typically go for an ice cream uh, when I'm PMSing so it really depends on the person right. um, but yeah I mean if you overdo it during PMS and period it's just like any other uh, day so, so there are consequences. Yes, so there are consequences, exactly. That's the, <laughs> that's the sad truth, though, that's right? Because we thought we had that window of <laughs> yeah. like. I mean. <laughs> I always tell people you can always eat a tiny bit more if you feel hungry you have to listen to your body and every single day so uh, let's say from a day to another you don't need exactly the same uh, amount of calories right. and maybe on one day you are, you are feeling a bit more tired which is typically during PMS and that's okay to have an extra 100 or 200 if you're doing a snack you know that right. is healthy and ideas of snacks that are um, good for you are typically the ones that have proteins and carbs together uh, so this way they will satisfy the cravings and at the same time you will uh, um, end up you know not overeating or not right. having because simple sugar the thing is as I was saying there's this crash afterwards you have this insulin peak and then afterwards you feel hungry and as if you didn't eat right, uh, right. so if there are good alternatives um, you're better off you're and better then you off. won't have these cravings exactly right? exactly it will reduce cravings and also being dehydrated will increase cravings so drinking enough water during your period you might need a bit more right so maybe right. reaching around two liters including your herbal tea but you know it's um, funny because you were never taught that like you know we yeah. were never taught like what to eat to decrease our cravings yes. we just taught like to like just deny follow. our cravings either deny or follow them yeah yeah that's but we're true. never taught okay like this is an alternative, alternative. Yes. like you know that's exactly. why i feel it's so important to kind of it is. like to understand that there are ways that it's normal to have crazy but cravings but there are ways to like 
the look at them differently look like, at them you know? differently yes or finding solutions around them and again being aware of what's happening yeah uh, you know taking a step back and think am i really hungry or am i angry lonely or tired i always tell that to my clients it's a halt uh, it's, it's called the halt acronym and it means stop so if you are hungry then fine you might need to go and eat because your stomach is growling you know you feel it right. uh, physiologically but then if you're angry lonely or tired which are pretty much a summary of our emotions right uh, then maybe you should take a step back and do something else uh, and then see how it goes to, right. you know maybe wait a bit um so yeah the alternatives of uh, of snacks can be maybe crackers with cheese uh, half a bagel with labne uh, hummus with vegetables if you're more on the salty savory side yeah an apple and with you, peanut butter an apple with peanut butter is amazing i love nut butters they are so filling typically i take those also during my pms right uh, so i do peanut butter with a bit of natural jam and natural peanut butter from right bite actually uh, either that or maybe with with banana so you dip them uh, you can do dates or dried fruits with nuts right. uh, you can do a cheese with grapes so right, right, salty right. and savory together uh, typically the combination will make you feel fuller for longer as a good snack aside right. from having you know the typical uh, plates that you need to take with all the macros uh, right. and all the food groups right. uh, during the main meals so right. having vegetables a tiny bit more so really filling yourself up with nutritious food um, it doesn't mean you can't have that you know ice cream but uh, maybe one scoop or three three uh, fries or right. one small uh, you know like 25 grams of a wafer would be enough to satisfy this specific craving I'm not saying to you know ignore it sometimes you can't not ignore right. you end up right. eating the apple then the chocolate so might as well you know just going for the chocolate or uh, right. reducing the the amount of chocolate right. you're, right. you're taking Right. Uh, so it's all about balance uh, yeah. overall. It's important to know, like, you know, I think it's very important for people to know that food does play a role. Yes. Like, you know, it's not just like the medication. It's not, but like mm. what you eat defines mm. also how you experience your period. Definitely. You Definitely. know, and that there are ways to high, to make your period experience more positive somehow exactly by eating the right food exactly there are certain foods that increase your mood um, so they boost your mood such as as i was saying the ones that have more zinc magnesium uh, so nuts right. uh, whole grains uh, dark chocolate as well as green leafy vegetables etc right. so those are important to, to focus on and again the so colors much of better the than like yeah the colors of rainbow like yeah it's so much better to have like your fridge be your doctor rather than taking pills of course, of you course. Know, to regulate now of course at a certain time uh, in terms of uh, regulation um, we cannot know what happens inside of us maybe there's an underlying you know condition right maybe there's premenopause uh, maybe there is Uh, PCOS you know right. so this is when you need to check uh, with a doctor and this is how I guide uh, clients this is when I guide clients to uh, see uh, with a professional seek a professional um, because I can help 
with the lifestyle, but I cannot help with the underlying condition. Right. So it all should be aligned as well. Uh, sometimes if they have hormonal imbalance, it, do, it does increase weight uh, weight gain. Right. Uh, if they have PCOS, they might have insulin resistance, right. uh, for example. That's right. part of right. them. Or maybe they have thyroid issues, and right. this is not helping them with the weight loss process. Right. Um, and sometimes maybe their periods are being delayed so much, although they're not pregnant, and right. uh, this adds up to the symptoms and the bloating, etc. So they need to check with the doctor if they need to take pills or not, if they yeah. need to do, you know, because herbal remedies and um, those myths about um, having vitamin C or pineapple or some kind of herb yeah. uh, is really just a myth or right. just, you know, um, uh, this this kind of discussion or advice right. that, that happens online or maybe by word of mouth, right. but it's not scientifically proven. proven. True. Uh, so what you can do uh, whether, whenever there is a normal condition and no underlying condition. Right. Right. Uh, so for general situations, you can, as I was saying, rest, uh, hot right. Right. compresses um, meditation you know right. uh, even sexual intercourse helps uh, right. with the getting your period if it's a bit delayed or something like that right um, and it's uh, very important not to try out things if there is a possibility that you're pregnant you know right. Uh, right. It's, it's not a joke right uh, so not to believe anything that you read that you read mm. yeah but you know what I find the most interesting is the fact that like this is also my personal experience that when I started eating healthy and like taking care of what I eat mm. without me like putting so much focus on my on my cycle mm -hmm. but I feel my cycle became more regulated like you know it That's was like true. a consequence to eating healthy That's true. and without me like my intention initially was not like okay I want to have a, a perfect cycle but yes. it was like a consequence to eating healthy which That's is true. like you know, if you're just junk, you eat overall more natural foods. Uh, you're you're having all of your food groups, uh, even if there's a need for you to lose weight uh, for to be beneficial for your overall health for chronic issues. It will also indirectly regulate your period, and I've seen that a lot uh, with my clients. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually like we do we do a kind of a celebration when the girl gets her period after such a delay. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice, but it's all no natural. Nothing, nothing. Right. You know, no magical potion happening. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. it's a consequence. It's a consequence. To, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so thank much you. for having thank me. You. It was a pleasure. Likewise. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>